0: In uh, we won't get fooled again, um, uh, Marne. You don't have to. You, Marnie, just you, you don't have to listen. Just, just go ahead. Turn off. There's no Logan here. Um, uh, there's nothing of interest. Like we're, 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 it's a very boring episode. You know, we won't get fooled again. <laughs> Cue the music. Go now. What's up, folks? It's the uh, wait. These guys still have a podcast edition of hitting the high notes, uh, jazz talk. It is I. I am here, um, the voice that you haven't heard in quite some time. It's a uh, WhoTransSuperman, Tron Superman, Superman on the Twitter and the IG. Uh, yeah, we've we've um, uh, haven't hit high notes in a while because the jazz have not hit high notes in a while. Um, it's Honestly, been very exhausting. Um, and we are here. He goes the distance. Forty nine. Um, uh, what's up there, Jerry Barker? Uh, not much, man. Uh,
1: maybe I should change it for, to going for speed.
0: Uh, going for speed. He's going for distance. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, um, uh, we, we, we are without the dragon squashes today. Like really, I I knew he had a bunch of, um, rants, I guess he'd been holding in and he's just going to have to, um, uh, edge himself a little longer with those rants, uh, cause I, who,
1: I think the rants might have made him sick.
0: Yeah, who who knows when um, uh, next time I'm um, i uh, um, uh, we'll have we'll have we'll hear our voices again talking about the jazz. Uh, we're recording this on June whatever. What day is today? June sixteenth, uh, some of no. that. Uh, did you say twelfth? Yeah. Like, yeah. Time isn't real. Time's a flat circle. It's it's, it's, it's June everything. June. Um, uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's three days after or four days after um, uh, uh Jurassic Park World or whatever or whatever the new Jurassic Park movie is. So. Make that your, yeah. your your time reference there.
1: Um, mm.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it was it was the right review there. Um, yeah, I heard, I heard it was terrible, and
1: and I'm I'm not going to see it honestly. I, I'm just I have not liked any Jurassic Park movies since Park Two. So
0: uh, I hope Mark's not listening because we're about to spoil some something here. When the secret agent dinosaur dies at the end, it's really it's really unnerving but you know they leave it open-ended for him to come back in, an, in another movie or something um yeah I've heard he's starting his own franchise yeah exactly so um uh, so um you know we're in the we're in the middle of June um, it's usually just pretty slow around this time of year for you know basketball news uh the Warriors just won um uh, some finals, which actually which actually let some Fuel to the fire for for jazz fans tonight, which is which is kind of nice. But so let's just some uh, let's just recap, uh, like the how, how our summer vacation went so far with the jazz. Um, you know, Hampton and Plucky Style. Um, so you know, just a, a few weeks ago, um, uh, we get the announcement that Quint Snyder uh, is stepping down from his uh, head coaching duties as uh, as head coach of the Jazz, which. You know, you know, in his exit interview um, with the Jazz only, uh, you know, did interviews with uh, Snyder and uh, Zanuck, and um, Snyder had said something like, "Oh, my, his family had loved Utah," um, and he was like, "Oh, don't, don't let my, pa- don't let me, my past tense, I'm gonna fool you guys. You know, my family loves Utah. So, at some point in the last few weeks, before he announced it, like it, it was already on his mind that Quinn Snyder was going to leave. Um, you know, and I heard rumors that Quinn Snyder, uh, I know somebody that lives in his neighborhood. Realtor was like, oh, he's showing his house. So, yes, he was on his way out. And so nothing, I mean, nothing surprising on on, on my end. I don't, I don't know about you, Jared. Like, I mean, like, how shocked, surprised were you that... I, I honestly felt like he was stalling, and I was like, he's
1: probably not long for this. Like, he's got something on his mind. So, I mean, I wasn't shocked, but I was like, I, I don't hate Quinn. You know, I might have been upset with some things or some tendencies, but... I really felt like um, he he did put his all into this job, and they did love it here. I mean, I do wish him the best in future endeavors. If that's replacing Popovich next year, whatever it is, you know, I mean, I'll, I'm gonna be happy for the guy because I really think he he gave a lot
0: to this franchise. Yeah, that's that's probably the the odds-on favorite of like his uh, his his future plans is to take over for Pop, right? So that's a yeah. the writing's kind of on the wall, like it's, it's, <laughs> that's all there. Um, and then the Spurs will just continue to kick our trash for the next, you know, two and a half decades. Which is, I mean, we've actually, like, you know, here on the podcast, uh, we've been doing this for a while because I, I I know that we've had discussions after the Nuggets playoff series um, about, like, you know, like, oh, you know, is Quinn the right guy for the job? like And it, it's never been, we never thought he was a bad coach, and I think we've been pretty um, consistent on, like, you know, we think he's a good coach, and this is where it always gets weird to me when people are like, oh, he's a top five, top seven, top eight, top ten, top whatever coach. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Um, Coach-wise, like, you know, like people have made lists of their 30 coaches and
1: have right. it him.
0: Like,
1: it feels like maybe there's two coaches that are, you know, bona fide district, difference makers, at least from my perspective. You've got, like, Eric Spolstra, and then you've got, um, well, I mean, not Popovich anymore. He used to be. Pivish like, disciple Steve Kerr. Um, I mean Kerr, Kerr is a big deal. Uh, Kerr maybe not. He's probably top five for me. I, mean, I
0: don't know. It's hard. I, again, it's, like I, I, don't, I don't know what top five. Like that's things that I, I'll, I'll hear. You can put any it, number. It's for, difficult you know. to coaches. I feel like yeah, like you can put it. I, mean, I, I also think about those players. though, like, you know, is at, at what point like do you have to like do you have to have a top eight player? Do you have to have a top twelve player? Do you have to have a top thirteen? Like like uh, what like what line of demarcation like you have to have a top. X player for you to make, for, to make a difference, you know? So, um, that's cool. I mean, that's a good, very good point. I I just don't understand. Like, I mean, like, where do we say, Oh, you know, Quinn's a top five coach. All right, cool. Um, obviously, you know, the jazz had a top five coach for a long time and I don't know if top five coaches means like you're that much closer to a, to a, to a championship. So the, you know, the jazz in the last 30 years with, two top five coaches and then you know uh you know very easily not top five coach um have been the two finals so um it's uh, it's just one of those very weird things like how many conference finals were they in the past 30 years four or five so not not much i guess i should say so um and and so it's just one of the things that we we talked about like replacing quinn uh again this is mark welling came on here and talked about it and we we thought Quinn had certain strengths in, in places um and the the fact that he was able to rebuild the Ty Corbin era team, uh, to get to where they are now it, it is is very impressive. Um, but I I think enough of the fan base had gotten um uh, tired of seeing the same results and at some point you know you have to you know you, you have to see um a different voice or hear a different voice in the locker room and I, I mean Quinn literally said that. Like he was, yeah, no, I know
1: those are his. That's him verbatim, like
0: his exact words. I was like, I was like, I was like, like, yeah, like I mean, Quinn Snyder, uh, listener of the high notes confirmed. So, um, uh, you know, coach,
1: and it was interesting because, uh, people, a lot of people who are kind of dissecting, you know, his verbiage and whatnot were saying, well, I mean, that means that he knows that. He's just sick of them not listening to him because
0: they know what they need to do. We just need to do it. <laughs> you know,
1: we heard that like a thousand times and, last time. And I mean,
0: you know, maybe maybe he, maybe, maybe he is. Maybe, maybe he's like, I lost the locker room, you know, or maybe he's tired or, or maybe like the diva. He's definitely
1: tired. Look at those bags under his head.
0: Yeah, he have years yeah you, you're going to need to double the Coke supply to uh, to get him going again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, you need, uh, you know, maybe, maybe either he's being mature about it and like, you know what, maybe it's just time to move on. And, you know, this an amical breakup, Uh, maybe there is more to it. Maybe there's like, he's like, oh, the, the, the fucking drama, just, you know, so the drama. And he, yeah. he's like, I'm out of it. Yeah, I don't know. But, awesome. Throwing off the drama. Yeah, the jazz, the jazz are the jazz are um uh, on coach uh, or interview sixty seven. I, I want to say uh, they, they've interviewed a lot of coaches so far. Um, uh, uh, they're they're interviewing G League coaches. They're interviewing assistant coaches. Uh, I think Vernon Maxwell is coming in to, uh, to interview in a, in a few days. Um. Yeah, so, and well, well, his he's going to be on the coaching staff with his friend, maybe. Yeah, they exactly they they can't they can't hire they can't hire anybody right now because uh, Danny Ainge is on vacation in, uh in the Northeast apparently. So, um, and, and he's
1: wearing a uh, Celtics gear. You
0: know? Yes, yes, that's a uh, you know if if we learned anything from Robert Robin Hayward's on Instagram, that that means something. Um. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe he just—that's
1: that's, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, maybe Danny Age is celebrating Juneteenth the only way he knows how. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> that's uh you know that. Well, I mean, we'll get to Danny Age in a little bit, but yeah, I mean. It, the extensive coaching search. I mean, f- number one for me professionally, I'm like, all right, cool. It gives me, it gives me something to do in the summer because, uh, you know, June and July are pretty pretty dry months for um uh, uh, for sports in the sporting world to like to put together shows, and um, it's, it's basically why I have to like make sure I plan 40 hours of PTO in the next in the next month to so I can use it before football season starts and I, I no longer have a life. Um, but so that's been nice. Like I was like, all right, cool. We we have people to talk about, um, you know, people that we've never heard of, uh, pe- you know, people that I, I I'm excited for, like like high level systems. Like okay, cool. This this could be another, you know, let's give a, let's find the next Quinn Snyder type type deal. Um, a couple of good names on that list. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, I mean,
1: Sam Castell sounds like a strong candidate too. Like I I hadn't really paid attention to his coaching career. You know, I mean, I'm. Uh, maybe I, maybe instead of Sam Cassell, I should just refer to him as Vernon Maxwell Senior, uh, phone um, yeah.
0: home. <laughs> well, I mean, ouch. <laughs> um, yeah, Sam Cassell's there. <laughs> I mean, the the Jet who I think the Jets coaching a G League team. Oof. I mean, some of these coaches like you know don't have a huge resume, And then and some, then, then you have Terry Stotts, then you have Frank Vogel, like um and. With this roster, I mean, we don't even know what the roster is going to be in a couple weeks. But um, true. I mean, do you want to address the rumors now, or? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, is there anything else coaches? wise you want to talk about? Like, I mean, it just, it's just. Let, let Let's put a stamp on the coaches thing, because. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know who I want for the jazz coach. I mean, part of it, like when when the season ended, when when you know when Boyan's shot missed. And we, like, we were doing spaces, right? Like, everybody's doing spaces. Yeah. Uh, we were doing yeah. spaces. Uh, Sam Sanford was the case also doing spaces. And coaches, And I mean, this is something we've been talking about since that shot missed. I was like, all right, time for, for time for a new coach. And um, I think at the time, like, Darvin Ham was a name that I, I was interested in, you know, because someone had yeah, mentioned spaces. Yeah, the Lakers like, picked him up. Yeah they're, yeah, they're like, oh, like the Bucks. Like, I am a little bit as, I am a little more excited about the unknown, I guess. And maybe because like we we are you know heading into some uh, this frontier, um, this little trek here of ours that we don't know if i uh, uh, you know what the rush is going to be and some maybe we just need somebody who comes in here and like radicalizes the way that uh the, the way the game is is done right like Quin Snyder came in and like things looked really different it's like whoa okay like, this is way different from what we saw from Corbin what we saw from Sloan. And that was really exciting um, uh, when he really when he started, and we saw seeing those changes, right? Um, yeah, it, it
1: looked pseudo Warriors like, and I think that excited all yes. of us.
0: Like, 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 even when like he first started, and you know, it was just it was all defense, no offense, Um right. And the Jazz were only winning thirty games, but like it, it felt like there was hope. Like, okay, like this guy might have some. Like, you know, I, I remember the first story of um, uh like he came into uh, practice. And this is like still. I want to say, was it the Dante team? It might have been Dante team, but anyway, they're at practice, and he just yells, "You know, everybody sit the fuck down." And he's like, "Whoa, okay." And so that that was sort of like everybody's first introduction to Quinn, and that was a story I heard from uh, my coworker at the time. And I was like, "Oh, well, that's cool. Like, he's, you know, he needs to bring in that kind of attitude, and um, yeah, I mean, he commanded respect." So the assistant route uh, route, um, uh, really kind of excites me but then there's you know there, there is the frank vogler out there. there is the like guys who've done it before done it at a high level before um you know so the the thing is that if, if you're gonna keep rudy and donovan on the same team you, you need somebody to you know unfortunately maybe babysit those two
1: um yeah you need a you need another buffer guy and it's gonna be right that's gonna be really hard to figure out how you're gonna get that guy and who that guy's gotta be mm-hmm. I, I mean i think the hardest thing with this team now is that that you just, you're having to build it with personalities in mind. And that really feels difficult. I, I feel like unless you have the, the thing that wins the most, like the most champion simps in this league are, is going to be having that, the guy that culture setter, the tone setter be your best player. And I don't know if Rudy or Donovan has any desire to be that culture or tone setter. Cause I mean, we've been hearing forever that Joe Ingles was that guy, and it's like that guy being a bench player is probably not a recipe for for greatness. You know, um, we had one great season, regular season that felt like it was a fluke in retrospect. And so, I mean, it just oh yeah, I don't know. that's that's the sad uh, part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a lot of
0: right. Um. Yeah. Like so. I mean, there's a. I mean. Honestly, like, um, uh, you know, we just we spent five minutes talking about bullshit because you know Johnny Bryant's gonna be hired anyway, so whatever. Like, cool. I mean, I don't know if Johnny Bryant is a good coach or not. Like, he was he was a hot name a couple years ago, and um, I think there's a huge contingent of Jazz fans who want Johnny Bryant hired because that's like that's what they think is gonna keep Donovan Mitchell in Utah, and I'm not quite sure.
1: I think winning is the key to Donovan's heart. So I don't know necessarily <sighs> if Johnny Bryant. Yeah, I, mean, if, I mean, that's what he says. Yeah, well, Jack-
0: I mean, what I what I used to think and what I think now is completely different. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, John Bryant could be good. I mean, Johnny Bryant was a hot name. Um, uh, he's a guy that's on people's list. So um, if he's the hire, you know, I, I'm not. I don't hate it. Um, even if I hate the reasons for it, I don't hate it. Like, less I mean, we're we're kind of starting with a blank slate anyway. So, um, you know, if you start with a blank space, baby, just write your name. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, but as you alluded to earlier, the Jazz, um, uh, not only, you know, are going through a coaching change, they're probably going through a significant roster change. Um, yeah. Like um, uh, something that again, we <laughs> like, you know, last year, last year we we coined it "team blow it up," but "team blow it up" was was you know, like we're trading one rotation piece away. And yeah. as this, the last season went on, team blow it up became way like I was like, oh boy, this is this is actually a real blow it up. It's not it's not even, it's not a fake blow it up like a, like we were trying to do last year. This is like okay. a real let's tear let's tear everything down. And you know, we're 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 seeing names like Rudy Gobert in, in trade rumors as, as you know, we, we predicted Mike Connolly being in trade rumors, um I have some thoughts on that, but you know, hey, you know, I mean, everybody, Bud Donovan's off the table. It feels like, and and Rudy's um, asking a, a high price. Uh, the, I mean, the, I mean, this Atlanta Hawks one. I mean, we talked about this kind of trade like a couple months ago, really. Yeah. Um, and, and it I, feels
1: it feels like the Jazz are asking for more than, than we were <laughs> when we talked about it.
0: And, and that's things like, I, I kind of. Uh, phrase the question to you and like the point of my phrasing was was incorrect because like i what i really want to know is like as a jazz fan like if you're a jazz fan you know building it yourself like you know pretending that you're gm um what i want to know is like what is the absolute lowest you would take you know like i mean because well, it's, it's really easy for a jazz fan who, who has no stake in anything to be like oh yeah we yeah. want these pieces you know we want two to three quality starters you know, right. two of them to be young and a draft pick. And, I'm like, in a perfect world, that sounds pretty good. I mean, it, it's it's not exactly what you can get for Rudy Gobert. Like, it's not, it's not what I, you know, we use the, the dollar metaphor. It's not quite a dollar, but it's like 80 cents and it feels pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, and I feel like what they're asking for when in, including DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, Capella, and is a DeAndre Hunter think- or, or Kevin Herter?
0: Those are the ones I, I, well, I, I see more Kevin I Herter. Heard-
1: Tony Jones was saying that Hunter is a sticking point. The Jazz are like, if he's not in this deal, we don't want it. Um, But the problem is him and Collins have both had availability issues. So I think that's why the Jazz are asking for so much, because they know they're taking on injury risks. Mm -hmm. And and if they're going to take on injury risks, they want, uh, you know, they want entrances.
0: See, this is where, like, I, I feel like, like last year, where we were talking about trades, and and even the year before that, when the Jazz were number one seed in the West, and you know people were like, "Why, are you, you know, don't fix it? It's not broke, don't fix it." And it's like, "Well, I, I, you know, guys, yeah, I think there's we, cracks. I think we there's saw the cracks, cracks, right? Yeah, we saw the cracks, and, and they
1: turned into crumbling the foundation, so, yeah. right?
0: And the, the problem is that like when you're when you're ahead, and like and and um, uh, this is this it is a hard time. It is a hard thing to do when you are number one because like you want to see how it plays out. Because uh, you don't want to be the guy that pulls the trigger on a trade when you when you're doing so well, right? Um, because like if it blows up, then I'll, like you're, you're fired. That's almost an immediate firing. Like you know that that was, you made a move that cost you your job. So, all yeah. right, and- Lindsey. All right, Zanuck, That's I get it. I mean, we all want job security. That's that is fair, but it, it does cost us fans, right? Because now the Jazz are in a position where. They're not really bargaining in a position uh, of great strength, I believe, because um, you know people know that there's a rift between, <laughs> like, you know that the, the unsalvageable part came out, but then the Jazz had two pretty solid years after that, or you know they 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 had yeah two pretty solid teams after that. It seemed like that unsalvageable stuff was kind of um uh, kind of um uh, fading away, but then this last season came I was like oh boy here's you know, the back end that hurt that hurt your bargaining strength. Like the, the Hawks can be like, all right, well, this is our offer, and you know we know that Rudy's only going to be available to 10-ish teams in the league, um, you know, yeah. so and we're one of them. Go ahead, you know, go go look around and and see what you, see what you can get. You know, we might you know it might be the best offer, and and that's what I that that's more the question I was trying to ask you a couple months ago. Is like, you know, what if this is like the what if this is the best offer the Jazz get? Like, what if the, this is it? Um, can you as a jazz a stomach that? That's what you're gonna get because, you know, you, you're not training an all. NBA, you know, he, he's not an all NBA player this year. He was an all star. He was not an all NBA, NBA player. Not a defensive player of the year or award winner. People know what he is, and people people you know like you you see you saw more flaws this year in him um, yeah. and Rudy Gobert, and that that hurts trade value. Um, you know, it, it's hard to trade guys at peak value, but you it kind know, of
1: feel this is peak value. So, I mean, if you're going to trade him now, it feels like it's the time
0: mm, you think is, you think this is like still his peak value. I mean, I mean the, I think his, Rudy,
1: Rudy, cause it's, you're at the point where when a big man is over 30, people start asking a lot of questions or like, and they're, and they're like, Oh, the clock is running out with this guy.
0: See, so, so to I me, just... that's uh, that, that means that that's not peak value because like now that age is a factor against him and, Knowing that the team is not maybe not desperate, but well, are, with him being with him being twenty
1: five, that kind of helps because you're trading him before he turns thirty. I don't know. I mean, okay, we're talking about you're maybe, probably we're, right. We're talking Last about six year. months, right?
0: We're talking about he's gonna no, be thirty in no, the middle no, of the you're, season.
1: <laughs> you're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. Like they, uh,
0: peak value would have been twenty seven, right? Like, like oh, okay, he's still got many years left. He's getting, you know cost controlled contract because like, now he's now he's on a, a, a you know a near supermax So that's. Right. That's sort of interesting because like he's making a lot of money.
1: that hurts value a little bit. That the the big number, big dollar.
0: And then like yeah, like you know, like he's not he's not over the hill yet, but he's not he's not going up the hill anymore, right? He might be at the top of the hill, but like you know that you 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 know you're you're training for his future production, not his past production. So you're like, hey, you got to build in that age to it. So, um, and this is probably a long talk about anyway. Anyway, like I do I do believe that. The Jazz have lost a little bit of bargaining power with the Rudy Gobert stuff. So they're not going to get – I don't think they're going to get as much. And, and you know, God, we talked about Utah's own John Collins on here a lot. I really yeah. like the idea of John Collins with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. I don't know how much I love the idea of John Collins as the as a second banana and, you know, whatever whatever's there. You know, like if it's Donovan and, and Collins because – I mean, part of the problem was calling stuff that Trey Young was a ball hog, right? Those reports that we saw, and I was like, "Well,
1: yeah." If, Don, if Donovan starts playing like Trey, like we're in trouble. Yeah, like, I mean,
0: <laughs> but on the other hand, maybe, maybe if Donovan if there's like some sort of animosity and and Rudy's gone like may, there there might be that that Donovan maybe he's unconsciously petty and maybe like and you know there's times where I'm like yeah cuz yeah. i
1: don't think he's i don't think he's actively trying to hurt the team yeah. I, I i agree with you yeah. it's kind of there is a rift there it's got to be more unspoken unconscious
0: even though Rudy is is you know like we defend Rudy here a lot but also Rudy you know Drops the ball a lot. <laughs> like we've talked about his hands, it's quite, like yeah, Rudy man,
1: uh, he's got flaws. Yeah, we People... talked about how
0: Hassan Whiteside gets some, uh, gets more <laughs> confidence from his teammates than Rudy Gobert does. So maybe you yeah. pair John Collins and uh, both those guys can be twenty five point scorers. I don't know. So um, anyway, it's it, that's probably like the most popular trade out there for Rudy. I personally don't think it happens, um, uh, but um, it's fun to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like that. That's like the one fun thing to talk about. It's like, all right, well, here's a fake trade. Um, I know it's not fun for everybody, uh, Mark, but um, yeah, I mean, like, like, would you just accept that trade? Um, uh, John Collins and the 16th pick and um, Capella. Capella, yes. Uh, it uh, for me, Hunter is a sticking point. Like, I don't want Herder, I want Hunter. I mean that I mean that's fair, right? Like it's a long end. But again, like this is how negotiations work, right? Like Yeah, I know. Trade trading is a game of chicken. Who's gonna who's gonna call the who's gonna call each other's bluff? I, uh, I agree.
1: Yeah. And um uh, I the, the funny thing is that the whole uh if you don't trade Rudy, uh I think the whole supporting
0: cast is gonna see a makeover. Um like I mean, it does seem hard. So like I, I we haven't seen any and people are like oh we don't want to trade Bogey. I'm like you guys like Bogey's 33. You know, like I I, I feel bad about mentioning Bogey almost every season. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but I was like the, the you no know, like his flaws are going to start to show soon too. <laughs> no. Like
1: and his his skill set is something teams like the Grizzlies who are deep sorely need. So it's like I mean I think Bogey has some some pretty interesting value like, like he's bogey's he's got experience you know that the grizzlies don't have as much of and he's got shooting which they don't have as much yeah. of, of, of so i think that those are two things that work yeah. majorly in favor a,
0: a few years ago with the injury history like bogey had depressed value and like i don't i don't like trading assets when their values are depressed you know right like, like rudy gobert or mike conley royce o'neill this year i i'd rather much um uh, uh I'd much rather, you know, like, like Bogey has his, his value is higher than it might be next, this time next year. So it's a good time to try to get the most out of your asset. But uh, I'm also, I'm, I'm sort of greedy that way. So, uh, yeah. but again, like, you know, how many trades can the Jazz make really? Cause it's, it's, it's hard enough to make one trade with the team, like to make two to three other trades as well. It's hard. So, I mean, another well, one that's out there is. I is, definitely agree. I yeah. mean, it's, yeah, like but I think the the biggest problem is that
1: what I'm starting to see is like the Jazz and Hawks are, are probably not going to get a deal. Then straight up, you're probably going to have to have uh, an intermediary, you know, in order for them to really get something done. Because it looks like both of them are playing chicken and they really don't want to blink. Because yeah. otherwise, we would have already seen something.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, the things that like there's sort of a hard deadline on that trade. Um, yeah, like the, the the draft, right? Like it Has to be, com- yeah. Because um, once that once the Hawks make the pick for themselves, I mean, it's out the window unless they magically yeah, and, pick the, whoever the Jazz they, want. So
1: the draft night trade, yeah, I yeah. agree. They um, won't they won't do the trade after the draft because the
0: Jazz will said this is who you're taking for us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like the Jazz, you know, will need to know who's at six. I mean, again, unless the Magic or Magic the the Hawks, you know, magically figure out who the Jazz want at sixteen and 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 make that trade then that was fine after that, but, um, right. you know, another trade that we've kind of seen with, with some of the another draft asset, Mike Conley, who, um, uh, I mean, we talked about it, like everyone was like, Oh was, no, Oh man, he looked washed. And I, I thought that was sort of an overreaction. Cause we, we seen Mike Conley had a pretty good year like for like, I don't know, 75% of the year. It was just like, yes, yeah. 25% looked really bad.
1: Yeah. Um, and to your, like, it feels like jazz fans reacted like that, especially because of the postseason. but it's like, a, Rudy and Conley were the ones that got hurt most by their bench units being shredded, and not having like any other decent players to play with them, like besides Jordan Clarkson. Like yeah. the bench looked bad this year.
0: Um, yeah, well, per- apparently, a one microwave microwave score won't won't help there. But um, <laughs> you know, they, they need a little more than that. Uh, yeah, and uh, which is weird uh, because I mean. Uh- they, they they were they sent going. a scout to they sent a scout to Spain and he found like this amazing kid playing pickleball. and um uh, were able to sign him um uh, you know bring him over you know let him watch porn it was great Bo Cruz yeah Bo Cruz Cruise. Cruise Missile um uh, anyway Hustle was great hustle, hustle Hustle was great what were we talking about um <laughs> but uh, yeah this is Mike Conley tricks because you know we had talked about like. A lot of people right, again. This is almost like the night that boy, I missed a shot. Um, with, um, uh, you know, like Mike Conley is there. Oh, is there? Like, is anybody going to trade for him? Like, th- there are certain teams. Like, again, he's he's like Rudy Gobert. There's not every team's going to want Mike Conley, but there's going to be you know thirty percent of the league that's like, yeah, we can still use Mike Conley, and as long as we have to give up too much, that that they'd be willing to take him on, right? Uh, right. Mike's got you know two years left on his contract. Nothing like egregious. Like we thought his contract was really good. Uh, his extension was pretty good when he signed it because, you know, we saw Chris Paul's contract come after that. We're like, whoa, they got they got Mike Conley for almost half the price of Chris Paul. And you know, you would say right. that Mike Conley's at least half the player that Chris Paul is. But you know, unfortunately, the the part that really separates Chris Paul and Mike Conley <laughs> is is a pretty big difference. So, um, yeah,
1: it's the it's the lob. The yeah. Mike Conley's never, or I mean, I guess it's that he didn't have that in his bag when he got here. So, yeah. like he developed it a little bit, but he's still better with it. A post big to pass.
0: Yeah, and so the I think the trades that I saw for the Wizards, and I, I, I like, here's like I don't know if these are jazz fan trades or they're coming from other sources or whatever, but you know, let's talk about it. Mike Conley for uh Rui Hachimura. Um the tenth pick in the draft and somebody else. <laughs> uh, oh, KCP, KCP. That's
1: what it is. So uh KCP I think is an interesting get. Um I mean, is a would, very
0: polarizing player. Like either you kinda like him or you just really like, oh god, he's awful.
1: Well, I think he's a great defensive player. Uh-huh. I, I don't don't trust his shooting though. I mean
0: He's, he's, he's like, like, you know, like, I mean, we saw the game last year where he, like, he, like, just hit off the side of the backboard twice in the in yeah, game. Yeah, so,
1: that was...
0: Yeah, that was... He was, like, oh, boy, like, ooh, Like, are you a 3D guy or, like, what are you? But, you know, again, like... Are, he's more
1: just a D guy, I think. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> Like, well, and that's the thing is that, like, how how far the Jazz going to... Especially now that we, we don't know who the coach is. Like, we don't know what the coaching philosophy is going to be. We don't know if we're going to go back, going to try to be, you know this way or that way and that that's what makes it all kind of weird but you know ha- I wonder if having a KCP I mean KCP is not awful or I should say like you know th- there's a reason why he was been on the Lakers and been on the uh, Wizards and still gets playing time like he's not being benched you know so he's got to be better than enough to be a, a top 8 player on most teams is, is my guess so um, Rehachimura is young so that's nice like I'm uh, you know the Jazz desperately need some youth on their team uh, some high upside like guys, kind of like I'm uh, Alexander Walkerson. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, j- just getting some youth and then a-, a draft pick. Like, maybe I'm just burnt by jazz draft picks. Like, the Jazz are so bad at drafting that I, I don't get super yeah. excited about draft picks. And this is something that I take to, you know, right now I'm playing dynasty football and uh, a lot of dynasty drafts are going on. And... Uh, uh, the, trust me, there's a point to the story. <laughs> like, um, uh, we're all drafting rookies for our, for our dynasty teams, and you know, everybody, all the experts I listen to are like, this this year's draft class is really, really awful, right? Like, Kenny Pickett is the the the, the best quarterback of the of the of the uh the the crew, or you know, the class, excuse me. And yeah. um, then there's like Malik Willis and, like these guys have like major flaws from the get go, <laughs> and. uh, um, but for some reason, like, I, I get down to the third and fourth round of these drafts. Like, so these are weaker drafts, right? Like, in, in a regular, like, normal, super, like, pretty good draft, like, there's probably yeah. only, like, maybe 13 yeah. or 14 good fantasy draft picks out of 40 to 50. But, you know, this happens to me every year. Like, I get them into the third round, you know, pick 30-something, and I go, ooh, this guy's really interesting. I, I think this guy has a chance. And... I'll, you know, or, I, you know, I, I, I'm I, trying to trade to get that guy or do something. And what ends up happening for most of these guys is that they end up being cut off your fantasy team in a couple of years. So how I, like, let's get back to basketball now. <laughs> uh, like, you know, this happens in the draft. Like, the draft gets interesting because like, you see all these, like, shiny rookies and you're like, oh, yeah, may- maybe these guys can be something. May- maybe Udoka um, uh, can can be something, you know? And uh, you kind of talk yourself into them. But the problem is, that, you know, some of them just are just... You know, how many draft picks do we see that are out of the league before their the rookie contract's over? Um, it happens to a lot of guys. So yep. that's the problem. Is that like, for the most part, a rookies come in and they can't they can't break into that top eight or nine to to stay on the floor, and those guys are gone. Like it's, they don't get enough reps, and those guys, you know, very rarely do you see guys um uh, you know get drafted late. Um, not play maybe for the first three or four years, but all of a sudden find a career resurgence at you know 25 or 26 because they finally get to a team. Um, there's just so much talent in the league, and these guys I mean, are playing till 35, 36. Like, all, the only way these guys can get playing time is if somebody retires, right, or just gets something the team, like you know, or to get playing in the league. You I mean like there's an imbalance, there's more players who stay every year than players that come in uh, every year, or you know what I'm saying? Well, it- there's a
1: prime example from this year's finals of somebody who, oh, shiny rookie, oh, he's gonna be really great, he's number one overall pick Andrew Wiggins. He was basically written off and was seen as a, a salary dump um, when he was sent to Golden State, and then he was the second best player on a championship team. Yeah, that's
0: like, the that's the Kevin Durant trade in, in a roundabout way. Yeah, the, Ke- I mean, the Kevin Durant signing trade like that. That Kevin Durant signing really. Yeah, ugh. Because, <laughs> I mean, that, that Kevin... So, you know, the, they had that one year where they were able to sign Kevin Durant. Then they were able to re-sign him with Bird Rights. Then they were able to tra- sign and trade him away to get D'Angelo Russell. Then they used D'Angelo Russell to get Andrew Wiggins. So it's like, ugh. Andrew Wiggins, yeah. and I, and I want to say a draft pick, too. Um, the Kamingo yeah, pick. The comedy pick. The movie pick? Yep. Yeah. Kuminga. So, ugh. Just yeah, Kuminga that one, pick. That one year, uh, you know, has maybe hate basketball, but... um. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins, who, um, again, uh, yeah, a number one pick. Um, uh, and to, to be to his credit, like he's played a lot better than I thought he was going to play this year. Like my God, like that was like, mean, the the one dude, big thing. right I hey, holy crap! What?
1: just two different players. He's oh, nine. I
0: just well, I mean, like I mean, and I mean, it is nice to be the the fourth option on a team, right? Like um, uh, especially very... when you have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson who are playing very well. Uh, Clay Thompson, who came back from injury, and he's he's lost a step, but still very good. And so, I'm like, all right, cool. Like Andrew Wiggins is kind of kind of gets to be. I mean, again, I, I don't take anything away from Andrew Wiggins, but I was like, oh well, wow, it, it must be nice to kind of be the the fourth player, I guess, on that on that team. And then you know the Warriors are just very good at <laughs> figuring out how to maximize Jordan Poole, tw- number twenty nine pick, uh, Kevin Looney, number twenty six pick. Um, you know, Gary Payton, uh, Salt Lake City Community College Bruin superstar Gary Payton Jr. Uh, you know, just you how to this, guys. automatic. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Auto. I mean, again, that's just one of those nice things about being the Golden State Warriors is that you can get a quality player like Auto Porter to take a minimum, right? Like you got to get those kind of players to be a championship team, and the jazz, the Jazz have missed on that too a little bit, like. We loved Rudy Gay when he came, and I mean, I still think he's got kind of a bad rap, and I don't know what happened with him and Quinn and whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't expect a whole lot from Rudy Gay, but I don't think he was as bad as um uh, we're, we're we're looking at. And, and I totally agree.
1: Yeah, and I and I was hearing from some people that um, what happened towards the end was he started being late to meetings or something, and that's why he got benched. And I'm like, yeah. wow.
0: Well, okay. Coach Jensen will will let him be late as late as he wants. So, Coach Demps, <laughs> uh, Jensen, Coach, Coach um, Alex Jensen. So, uh, we'll let be let him be. Uh, or Co- Coach Hammond, Coach Hammond will be like, yeah, Judy Gay. You know, we have history. Sure, why not? So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So there, those are a couple of the, the big trades that we've been seeing, and, and again, these are you know the draft day will come, and I don't know part of me just goes, yeah, nothing's gonna happen, right? Because there was a big push for the Jazz to be competitive this year, um, to their to the franchise's own detriment because of the All Star game. Um, yeah, that seems
1: uh I don't know, that was a dubious thing for Ryan Smith to say and it's extremely uh I don't know, the point of that he said it. Like um,
0: Hey, this is hey, we're in the Ryan Smith there, Maybe black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Uh it- you know, we have our we have our CEO. i um, hanging out with them, uh, the Boston Celtics. We have our part owner hanging out with the Miami Heat. Um, <laughs> I mean, the rightsman. You, know, you know, the the Greg Miller would never is what, what I would is, is all I'm saying. So, oh, uh,
1: Greg Miller fought Carl Malone. Of course,
0: he would never. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: Well, that would have been funny if they actually like physically fought because Greg would have got wrecked. Yeah,
0: Greg, Greg <laughs> Miller, Greg Miller knows how to dunk a basketball for trampoline though. So <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So just the jazz, I mean, it's like, you know, we've been joking about it on Twitter and stuff. And it's just like, you know, talking about the retirement of the pod and it just, it just hasn't been fun as a jazz fan to like, get like, all right, let's, let's set up. Let's talk about, I mean, I do enjoy, I do, I, I do enjoy talking about talk.
1: great talk is, is kind of like, you know, it felt like, it's felt like the trade deadline for a week. It's yeah.
0: crazy. Yeah. I mean, because maybe the Jazz are in the middle and look, there's something new is, 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 springing up. And I think a lot of us are, are just like, we're, we're hopeful. Like, we're just hopeful that now that we have new blood coming in, you know, whether it be players, coaches, um, GMs, what have you, um, that like whenever it's like, new and shiny, it's like all right, cool. That you know, it gives you hope. Like even though like the team is probably gonna take many steps backwards, like that, it's I, I don't know what move the, the Jazz make that makes you feel like all right, cool. This is a move in the right direction. Like even if they you know make a fairly good trade, like oh those are good pieces. Even if they um uh, hire a coach, I'm like okay, this 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 sounds this person whoever he or she um uh, sounds like a great candidate, and like yeah, I, I can buy into their message. Um, right I, it's, just, it's just very likely the jazz are going to take steps now how far like is it going to be a small step backwards Is it going to be three or four steps backwards i don't know i don't know what it's going to be right. but
1: and i'm um, intrigued watch next year because of the changes
0: honestly That's... the, the, the things like, yeah it's, it's it's shiny it's new um and you know what once you give people hope you know uh yeah you you get multiple star wars movies and so uh we just have to, I, that's, that's the thing, is that you have to have hope. Like, when, when you're hopeless, like, if the Jazz is, you know, if they run it back, if they, if they ran it back with Quinn, right, if they came back next year, the, the roster is about the same because they couldn't find any trade partners. Uh, I mean, this is, like, the trade deadline for me, right? uh, the last trade deadline. Like, when we got done and the Joe English trade was the only one that got done, I was like, oh, wow, like, God, like we see cracks. We we, we we have empirical evidence right now, folks, that what you're doing is not working. Yeah, and, that was so disappointing. And 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 you guys and and again, it takes two to tango. And maybe they just couldn't. And that that was like the depressing part it was like they just couldn't find trade partners uh, for any of their assets. And I was like, oh, and that that was hard. That that was really hard. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. So that that that's just like oh god. <laughs> I kind so, of felt like it was over. Huh
1: yeah it's like it's like we talked about before It kind of felt like when it was over, yeah it's just it's like, <laughs> that, that was like that was like that was like the day that like you know, and we tried to fake you know fake hope uh,
0: the off season i mean, not off season the post season post season yeah i mean being useful it just, but yeah, yeah like it, 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 hey the 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 alley-oop was fun the All-Up was great, you know the them, them chest pumping was great it's all a good time the the the, yeah, the, the, the lady the, the lady of uh good. leaving her front row seat and, and going on the court and trying to hug Jim Fox, that was great um.
1: Fuck
0: like the talk, yeah. Yeah, it's it it good stuff. But man, just we saw them get this evis- I mean, God, you, you get eviscerated by the, the Mavericks without Luka Doncic. You, you lose yeah. to the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard blowing a two-zero lead. You blow yeah. a three-one lead against the the Nuggets. It's just like it's, it's. There's only so much you can handle. Like, all right, guys. Like we've seen the stories so many times.
1: Yeah. I've watched this movie too much. Yeah. I mean, I-
0: you know, yeah. Like, like I, I remember you guys in January, just uh, you and Logan, just like I was like, oh my god, this team is so. I was like, yeah, like, eh, it's just January. We'll be all right. We'll be fine. Yeah, it's it. It looks it's it's just like this is not that bad. And then March happened. April <laughs> I was like, oh my god. So yeah, it's uh it's rough. It's rough. I'm um, uh, being a Jazz fan, but uh, again, you know, there's there's gonna be I think there's gonna be hope one way or the other. I mean, I mean the Jazz have to hire another coach. Um, or, or let Danny coach who, who knows, who cares, who, 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 who knows what his role is really anymore. Um, you know, may, may you know, I can't believe that nobody has like made a uh, mention like, Oh, he's, he's over there, um, uh, to recruit Jalen Brown to the Jazz. Jalen Brown to the jazz confirmed. I can't believe we haven't seen any of those. Yeah, like, uh, that seems to be yeah. the most obvious thing he's doing there. Right. So uh, <laughs> Dwayne Wade trying to get Jimmy Butler to come to, to Utah. That's, that's gotta be it. So, um, uh, that's what they're there for. But yeah, I don't know. So it, it, it's it's
1: funny now how that um, like I, I I could be convinced to turn. I mean, to the that angels like that. But I really don't think Dwayne Money is gonna Dwayne Wade is gonna be like, well, I'm gonna put my money into this thing and then I'm gonna sabotage it. I, I just don't. I don't see
0: that being a thing. He's big. <laughs> he's big breaking you all. He he he's the impostor among us. All right. <laughs> Yeah. He, he's he's the evil. Well, on, he's the evil guesser. Like so too many people on Heat
1: Twitter that believe that Donovan to the Heat confirmed, and we're gonna accept like Tyler Harrow and Duncan Robinson, and that we're gonna be okay with that. And it's just like, hey. uh mean, want the- uh, for Rudy? Are you kidding? Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll say this about Donovan. Like, I mean, like if there's a like, you know, the next two ish years are, are very important because you, you gotta you gotta figure it out. You can't you can't you can't let Gordon Hayward happen again. Uh, this would be a lot worse than what Gordon Hayward did,
1: and oh, yeah.
0: um, you, you gotta, you gotta, you measure out, and uh, the problem is that you, you know you, you might trade Don Mitchell for Devin Harris, Derek Favors, Ennis Cantor, Alec Burks, um, which is it's a it's a fine package, it's okay, it just it, yeah. just, it, just, it just it just some uh, you know it's really hard when you trade oh, a superstar yeah. away for for pieces, mm-hmm. but. You know, uh, I, I'm sure that, you know, I, I'll think about it. I, there's got to be like a trade that, I mean, Carmel Anthony got you, Gallinari. Um, I don't know what other picks I remember. Gallinari was a big piece, but yeah, like there's there's got to be somewhere where, like, you trade away. Yes, and... They had like those strength and numbers nuggets for a while. Yeah.
1: Uh, Let's see.
0: I just hope, yeah. I just wish the Jazz were just maybe better how... at drafting. Uh, maybe that's what Danny H. can do. It's like, just draft better, please. Because. <laughs> We're we're That's finding sure. out we're finding out that these teams that you know are in the finals like they're just fighting they're they're right. they're finding these diamond roughs uh, late you know like you know they they make a piece for their final but they're like their main like eight pieces are they guys, they, guys they drafted or or guys they you know yeah drafted not even free agency yeah dra- drafted or are very cheap free agents you know not like yeah. Boyan Bogdanovic yeah I'm not picking up Boyan, but like he's a good pick pickup but like he he is playing to his worth someone like Hassan Whiteside is playing above his worth if, if that makes any sense right like, yeah junior
1: playing above his yeah, worth auto you auto auto Porter? Porter? yeah auto Porter Jr.
0: yeah so you know and then and then you know if you feel like you you're there then you, then you make a, a trade for Derek white that's what you do but the you, you the, the the point is that you have to make sure Jared Butler is a thing you have to make sure that you know you don't you know, miss on Desmond Bain. You have to make sure that you don't miss on Mikhail Bridges. You know, you you know, you 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 have to like get those guys um to replenish your stock. So Yeah. <sighs> anyway, man. Um uh you this can't is... up
1: Desmond Baines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean
0: <laughs> I mean I, I know like I always my my, my argument and just to, just to be contrarian, was like, you know, like hey you, you never know what Desmond Bane's gonna do in a quick Satter offense, but you know, there's just some guys who are talented enough that you know you're just like, all right, you know, there's no way that you can sit this guy cuz the talent's there. So um but, you know, we we did it. We came back for I mean, technically, I guess you you also did a uh podcast uh with uh, our friend AJ. Um uh, uh
1: like I uh,
0: I saw Arn Post Malone today. Uh let, let's let's ho- let's hop into Marnay's um, uh, produce section, which I'm very sad that I, you know, I had a chance to hop into uh, a physical. Oh,
1: he goes. You know, he goes by Arnie, right?
0: Arnie. Oh, it's Arnie. Sorry. I,
1: I thought I was saying it wrong. I, I didn't know I was saying it wrong till I met him in
0: person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm. Uh. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Marnay, right? Marnay's produce section. Um, oh no, no,
1: no! But I thought you yeah. said.
0: Arnie. Oh yeah, I did. So um yeah, anyway, I, I'm sad that I missed physically getting into her, into her produce section because uh, uh unfortunately the party. That dragon Squatch held in in, in our hometown um, was uh, was uh, uh, cut short, so I wasn't able to make it uh, for the photo op. But uh, good to see that um uh, you know al- uh, Alan made it right. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Did Alan... you al- did you at least get to see Logan while he was in
0: town? No, no. I mean it's I mean it, it, when you when your job is mostly working f- f- you know Friday through Sunday, you know those are your big hours then. It is what it is. Like you have to give up, you know, a social life. That, you but, you should, have, should have still come by after work, and then you know, you and Logan could have lain together. He that's... um, uh, well, I mean, he, he just told me the he just told me the party was over. So I was like, oh, party's over. So you know, I wasn't. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna show well, up back uninvited. Oh, and things. you know, bounce check a wow wow. <laughs> but um, uh, it's all right. I'll, I'll I'll see the DJ and I'll see him uh, the, the Squatch him um, uh, in Vegas in a in a few weeks. So I'll, it'll right, be fine yeah you're going to see each other in vegas. Yeah, we're, going to, we're going to see a lot of each other in vegas um you're going to, uh, to money in the bank right uh yes i also sent them to invite to a, a, an escape room and the sex cauldron so we we have a busy week ahead of us so uh, that's Yes. <laughs> yep, um, a shout out to Eric Chu Definitely. and uh, Valerie of Ohio who, who will also be joining us, my brother uh, But yeah, let's get into Marty's produce corner, corner real quick um, uh, So, I mean, I I did see a hey, lot of Valerie of Ohio, a
1: fr- friend of the
0: pod even though she's not a jazz fan Yes, even though she's not a jazz fan um, uh, Yeah, so um, uh, so Arnie, or Arnie, right? Do you say Arnie? Yeah, he Post, said Arnie Post Malone, I told him that he looked nothing like his, his profile picture that's um, true. Uh, I think I was uh, actually in the group with Dal Pal because um, uh, uh, um, uh, I, I hung out with like <laughs> for like an hour and a half with Britton Covey and Dem Kofuski uh, Dem today and um, Charlie, Charlie something. I think it's Charlie. Um, uh, uh, but like, they were they were hilarious. I'm a bunch of Utah uh Ute former players and players. So, so they were they were very good at the, the golf. Um uh, go follow Michelle Bodkin for some stuff that we, we did there at the social open. Uh of course I saw Tiffany and Emily. Uh Tiffany with double E's. Emily, um, I met Emma. Uh I actually met Jen and Tanner, uh, the LSS's, uh for the first time. So, um, uh, but yeah, this is a huge um, uh, guy. So I saw McCulloch, uh, Andrew, uh, co founder of the Social Open. So, you know, uh we tweeted him about coming on so we can talk about the event and then how big it's gotten and everything. Is
1: is this still a produce section or is this like a produce truck? Is I know, like... <laughs>
0: exactly. We just uh, yeah. <laughs> throw us your tomatoes, your oranges, your apples. Uh, well, just, here's the thing. I I just I never meet anybody. So I'm like, all right, cool. What did I do today? Because it was a lot. I mean, the social open oh, uh,
1: did its job
0: right. Like, Good I'm a 200 ish people, like 140 golfers, then volunteer. I, oh, I Oh, gosh, who did I just, uh Tanner Martin? Tanner Martin was there too. So, anyway, yeah. So, oh, I I met Keegs IRL. So I'm, I that that's why he's not on here tonight because he's like, no, I've had enough of who. Is that why he didn't show up to to be a guest? No, he
1: said he was bushed. He said with all the traveling and stuff, he was just tired. Yeah, it's alright.
0: He's t- tired of me. He can say. It. He can say it. It's <laughs> real. Um, uh, I feel no, like I, I feel like I'm missing a bunch he of. He went home and got. I
1: think he went home and got some nookie. and then.
0: Oh yeah, getting getting <laughs> getting that married married. <laughs> he's, really, um, he's really
1: really tired. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: you want to shout out your friend Jamie here because I'm. Uh, he, I mean, he finally had a chance to be on. Well, I mean, I,
1: I, I didn't even bother to invite him because I thought like that you were you weren't down for that. Oh, and, no, I, so, I my think, bad. <laughs> I, was... I don't I don't think he's been on Twitter for a while. Oh, like he he did retweet my tweet from today. That's when I was talking about what my niece said. She said, uh, "If your feet can run, she didn't say this to me. Uh, like she said this to somebody who sorely deserved it. If your feet could run as fast as your mouth, maybe you'd be in better shape." It was so. F- like
0: I can, oh my God, she's the, she's freaking hilarious. Yeah, we, oh yeah, like I'm if, like here's the thing, we're not, I'm not really retiring the podcast, I just, it just felt so, I mean, I, here's the thing, I actually stopped doing all podcasting, I wasn't doing Red Rocks, I wasn't doing um, uh, Geek Gods podcast, I wasn't doing, like it, just, oh, it was just like, man. it was a, that,
1: th- was, that was, that was supposed
0: to be a secret, you're supposed to make them keep coming back like, like you're gonna retire like every Yeah, I mean, mean, here's the thing. I I don't know when our next episode is gonna be. (laughs) It's you know we we were yeah we're on a summer hiatus.
1: We did we did
0: a we did a whole like year of like doing a a week uh, at least a week an episode basically. You know we did something like 49 episodes in a year, and um, uh, we were were yeah we're going pretty strong, but this last jazz team really hurt. But I think you know after we start seeing you know maybe September, we'll 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 we'll, we'll let the excitement pull us back in, and so um, but yeah that's why I was like. Get all the names out, Brent Brown, Uni. All, all the people we said like, get it all out now because I don't know the oh, next you, you time. Did you see Brian today? I saw Brian. Yeah, I saw Brown oh, Bear. Yeah, like I'm, uh, you know, like he and I are somewhat colleagues when we cover the youth sometimes. So that's that's cool. Um, um you know, uni was uh, there. taking pictures. Uh, so we, <coughs> excuse me, we saw the Swagger belts. Um, uh, oh, um, yeah. If you if you're a Ute fan, I'm, I was living your dream today, guys. So um, uh, yeah, I got to meet a lot of um, great Utes. Um. Uh, uh, a lot of them are just as as nice as you would think they are. So
1: I, right. I asked earlier where it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm mean, sorry. I mean, the funny thing is that, like, so, so the where the social open is, even like outdoors, you just get no cell signal. Like, I'm uh, yeah, Michelle oh. and I were talking about that. She goes, "Yeah, I've been here before. You can't like we can't even tweet because like it's it's just such a weak signal." I was like, "Oh, I mean, very weird," but yeah, like I was like, "Okay." Like, all right. Hello? And so, like, I'm a, I, I would get to the clubhouse and, you know, I'm get, I get a message from Jared, uh, my, um, my former co worker, Zach Hicken, because he, he was in it. And just, some, I was like, I was like oh my God. Like, I was like, I was like, okay. So, uh, yeah, just, I, and. Well, that
1: meant, but I didn't hear from anybody. Yeah. Cause I, you're not the only one that I asked. Yeah. I mean, it just was one of <laughs> those things. I asked Arnie too, and he was like, Oh yeah, it's over at
0: this place. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. We we don't get like there's only like one or two spots where you actually get cell service. So if you get lost in the if you get lost in the the golf course, uh, you're you're in deep shit. So that's
1: funny because that's West Valley. I, I've never had problems with cell service in West Valley. <laughs>
0: I, I and I wonder if like if I wonder like there's some if something is causing a dead zone. Like i, I was just thinking about this. Like I wonder if something is causing a dead zone. Maybe it's a ghost. Who knows? Maybe it's a dinosaur. Um, uh, don't go see Jurassic World. It's not it's not great. Um, uh, I'll be honest. Like sixty percent of the movie was was pretty bad. Like thirty thirty three percent was probably was pretty good. But do go see Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick was good. Um, uh, anybody? I mean, come on. This is this is our last like produce uh, section for oh, at least okay. a few weeks.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Obviously, shout out Jamie Froteen, Shout out to K W Jazzman Keeks, friend of the pod. Shout gave, out to him a hug today. Uh, shout out to Dawson Harrison. D A W S take takes note. He retweeted a fake Shams account and he got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to at Jazz Unitracker. Big day for him tomorrow. Oh, all uh, right yeah, we're, we're doing the
0: eve of a you know we the the day the day of the uh, huh, interesting the day yeah.
1: his NBA basically expires. He's gonna do a, he said he's gonna do a live uh, stream on Twitter. Um so so if you if you're on twitter and you follow make sure you follow jazz uni tracker so that you can uh you know um listen to his story about what it was like to uh to be sort of a little bit involved as a fan in the pro- with the process of the rebrand.
0: Oh yes, uh, Sam yeah. Farnsworth is salivating for that Twitter space right now. Like, he, oh, I'm sure he he, is. he, he hates his shout re-brand out so to so
1: Dick nine or D lock nine. You know, he doesn't need a shout out from us, but you know, you're our nemesis. We're coming for you. Um, a nemesis.
0: Oh God, who I think it was I think it was Post Malone uh, Arnie who posted that 1,000 hours uh, about was, listening to a podcast. Oh my God, dude, so
1: it was good. amazing amazing (laughs) um oh also a follow that I don't think a lot I don't think as many people follow this person as should um St. Jeezy a jazz fan 87 pretty good uh pretty good uh follow there um oh and last one last but not least she had a great tweet where she actually pulled up the the caption um of Jordan Clarkson's Audra Sorensen. She's a fantastic fellow. A-U-D-R-A Capital S O R E N S E N. Um Clarkson continues to be the funniest part of the jazz. She took a screen cap of the Rudy uh shirtless pick where he's doing ab crunches and Jordan Clarkson said this is turning into a Only pan fans. Do you ever put a shirt on? <laughs> like... Yeah, like it's a it's a
0: uh, uh... <laughs> I don't know to leave, like he's he's so freaking funny. Man. Yep, I'm um, uh, I mean, like, there's I mean, uh, what you call the vibe tribe, right? The, yeah. the vibe, like his vibes have always been great, so um, good to see that they can still joke, um, and you know, you know, their friends and stuff. Yeah, I think there are people who are like, I think Mark even said run it back or whatever, right, with those guys. And oh, I, yeah, I, I he... think I'm uh, I think it's gonna happen. I think we're gonna run it back, so uh, <sighs>
1: well, no, we're not gonna run it back the way he wants to run it back,
0: he just wants to keep them all. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean that's a that's a whole another thing, and we will get into that one. It's your fault
1: for just... tonight, Mark. You can't <laughs> keep him.
0: Them... I know. Mark decided he wanted to sleep instead. So and, um, yeah, his his kids are more important to him than us. That's really funny that if I was in the same group as Dalpal Pal, I didn't say hi to him. I just I would really focus on Covey and Kafusi and uh. uh gosh, I, I mean, and you were captivated by the celebrity. We get it. we get it. Well, I mean like I mean they're celebrities to everybody else. They're not celebrities to me, but those guys are those guys are like real sound bites. I'm like, oh my god, these guys if I just keep the camera on them I'm gonna get some good quality stuff and I did. So I'm <laughs> I'm just really glad. Like that, that's the thing that my job is as, you know, kind of a videographer, like I just want to well, make well, sure yeah. I catch stuff. <laughs> oh.
1: Shame on you for doing your job instead of saying hi to Dal Pal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think it's funny. I, I, as I, I was, I was like, like, when did I see him? I'm like, wait, was he? Because I'm a, like, they were like a couple other fans were hitting with uh, Covey and uh, were in the, in the grouping. I was like, wait, was he one of the guys I was hitting with him? Like, was I that's not paying attention? Like, I don't know. So uh, I don't know where I saw him. So um, uh, anyway, doubt pal, if you're listening, um, uh, let me know where we saw each other. So uh, anyway, uh, well, folks, um, uh, you know, for the dragon swatch, we'll see you guys in August. Uh, and hopefully his rants will still have some sort of merit. <laughs> he'll, oh. be ta- he'll be talking about a coaching change that happened like him, uh, you know, a what month and a half thing? ago. Yeah. What's up? Well,
1: what best thing: rest in piss Celtics and, and Barstool, especially David Portnoy or whatever.
0: His name is Screw that guy. Oh yeah, fuck Bill Simmons. <laughs> um, fuck, fuck uh, yeah. Yeah, fuck like, him. like I'm not a big Warriors fan, but um, uh, <laughs> if Bill Simmons loses, I I feel good inside. So, um, but yeah, um, go this is 49. I'm, uh, so what what are you doing in in your summer vacation? What are you What are you um? Uh, what should people expect from you right now?
1: Well, right now, um, helping my mom out with stuff. You know, a lot. Um, I'm. Um, I'm mo- pr- moving into a new place in Price, or, well, not in Price, but about a half hour from Price, East Carbon, um, in, in a couple weeks. So I'm getting with that, and you know, I already completed my move. So I'm in, I'm in the Salt Lake Valley again. So you know, just kicking it, kicking it old school up here, and uh, you know, I I was thinking about doing a summer job this year, but I think this year I kind of needed a break. I've also got a, a rural schools conference to go to, you know, that's
0: kind of my life in a nutshell. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, uh, and, um, you know, just, 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 you know, just, just lube up, you know, stay hydrated, um, uh, put on a sunscreen, get ready for, um, uh, get ready for jazz season five, the season of five head plays. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll think of something. Um, Goes this forty nine, and um, if 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 he plays his card right, if Jared plays the card right, him and Tejo will be invited to to the Dragon Squatch and uh who trust Superman man orgy. So, um, <laughs> oh man, yep, yeah. you, you,
1: I did. I'm I feel titillated.
0: You yeah, like I'm uh, like I, I, I was like oh look Tejo like you, you guys you guys made into the produce section, uh you got to meet the the, the real produce section, and uh, I was like oh just jealous, and so, um. She, she knew who I, Well, I mean, she figured out who I was. She's like, "You're Jared
1: from the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> an amazing moment. Marnay like,
0: is. I like, legit. Martin, Martin, Even, even Marnay doesn't miss his podcast. She, she's she's like she's like, oh, thank God, I don't have to listen to this to this anymore. So she can go <laughs> watch her true crime podcast. So. Um, well, please,
1: like.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're,
1: yeah. I should put yeah, it out. We're I'll, not gonna talk about
0: true crime. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll put, I'll put this in the front. Like, like, Marnay, don't you? There's no, there's Marney. There's no reason for you to listen. Just go ahead and you know, I'll thank you, up. thank you for clicking play. I think that gives, gives us us um, some uh, our click. Thank you. You can you can shut it off now. Hit the Wait music. For Logan. Bah, 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 bah. Logan was feeling sick. One of the kids got him sick. <laughs> oh, it happens. You know, kids, they're germ factories. So,
1: well, I think they gave me something too. So,
0: gross. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, well, COVID the kid edition. So. Um, yeah. good luck guys but um uh, anyway i'm um, uh thanks guys for coming back um uh, i know you guys you guys didn't even notice that we were gone but here we are and we'll be back in a few months hey, 40 of them did or so yeah, well, <laughs> yeah well, i guess so yeah, let's see <laughs>
1: all uh, right
0: i got a lot of listens so thank thank
1: you everybody who listened to that, to that dj honeypaws episode we love you
0: oh that was a good episode that, that, that like who, who knew that was gonna be our impromptu season finale mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah. hey. DJ Honeypaws will bring, she brings all the boys to the yard. So, um, <laughs> and, love that song. yes. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time.